You are now listening to Surrey Inks The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything. Now, this podcast is only catered to those that are 18 and above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, NSF. But remember, you can always listen to us in your private time. Hello, kinky and king, curious folk out there. My name is Sir Ink, and on this podcast, I'm going to talk about don't be a dummy. What do I mean by this? So let's talk about sessions, okay? In sessions, don't be a dummy. Number one, gotta have your safe word. Number two, have a safe gesture. If your mouth is gonna be gagged, you're gonna gag someone's mouth. Make sure they have a safe gesture. And if you're not having either one of those, you best believe that you better be in a session with someone that you ultimately trust and knows you so they can anticipate your needs. If it's someone new and they're not offering you the option to have a safe gesture and a safe word, I would err on the side of caution. Okay, next topic, next thing. If you're going to use different impact play apparatuses, let's say a paddle, for example, you want to make sure that you're hitting on very soft tissue areas, very meaty areas, like the buttocks, like the thighs, the inner thighs, okay? Uh, Maybe on top of the thighs, maybe a little bit. You never wanna use the paddle a wooden paddle, a paddle with less give, let's say a wooden paddle. You don't want to use that on the shoulders. You don't want to use that on the top of the back. You don't want to use that on the lower back. Why? Well, number one, there's less meat. Therefore, you're hitting more bone. You're hitting more tough muscle and tendons right let alone that there's a spinal cord in the back right and of course once you get below the rib cage area front or back you have all your vital organs in that area therefore you don't want to use something like a paddle because you could bruise people organs just take for example that boxers, whether you know this or not, whether you knew this or not, they all go to the hospital after a fight to make sure that their major arteries all are okay. Because when you're punching on someone's body or receive, you know, receiving punishment as they do, that impact to your midsection can damage vital organs. Guys, I have bruised lungs. Guys, I have a bruised spleen. Blue, bruised, you know, um, you know, bruised lungs. Like I said, you know, your arteries can become bruised. So you want to make sure that when you're having impact play, is that common sense says, don't use something that's solid like a wooden paddle on those those that mid that core area of the body between 
the rib cage and the pelvis, the hip. Like, it's very dangerous. And if you are, very light taps, if you're going to play like that. Very light taps. Or use a different kind of pedal that has a little bit more give. But never hard impact. Never hard impact. The shredded floggers, you can use them just about anywhere. Right? You're going to have more of an, you know, normally they say use it on the, from the buttocks down to around behind the knee and the top of the shoulders is what they normally say is where to strike. And of course, you're more than likely going to hit the middle of the back. You know, um, you're definitely going to get some of that. But again, you try not to really hit that soft area around between the waist and the, and the, and the rib cage whether you're in the front or the back, because again, you have war against there. But the floggers are a little less, they're a little less um, damaging because of the way they're made. Whereas though, you know, like I said, paddles are more solid. So of course you don't want to overdo it when it comes to, to those things. Um, canes, canes can be used just about anywhere. Of course, you don't want to strike hard across the shoulder blades with a very thick cane. But if you have one that's made out of uh, uh, fiberglass that has a little bit more bend to it, yes. If you're going to do more striking motion, yes. If you have bamboo, like a bamboo, uh, uh, a skinny bamboo one, yes. But if it's thick and solid, remember that that's going to go deeper. But thin, like bamboo, like that really thin piece of bamboo that they do, you know, um, they use them in karate schools too for correction. Yeah, you can use those because the most that's going to do is leave, um, it's going to leave slash marks. Um, you know, it's going to leave those kind of uh, quick strike whelps. And when you're in sessions with even candle wax, right? You have to make sure that, you know, uh, your subjects hair is out the way. If she has long hair, you may not want to drip wax on the hair because it can damage the hair. I mean, this sounds like a no brainer, but these are things you need to have in consideration when playing. Also too, what type of wax are you using? There are different types of wax that does different types of things. And there's uh, wax out there, there's candles and wax out there that won't leave marks. And so I would um, definitely tell, would suggest that you go look into that. Like paraffin wax is pretty good. They even have candles now that um, that are massage candles. So like they melt and you can use that wax for massaging. So all oh, that's good. Um, so just be knowledgeable of that just to go buy a candle out of the dollar store and think you're going to throw that wax on someone's skin i mean of course you could if you wanted to but if you care if you care about who you're playing with you want to make sure that you have stuff that's going to leave them okay after the play is done some marks is good but you want to make sure that you're not going to put some type of uh chemical or like wax on them that's damaging to the skin. March for a night or two days is great, but March for life, and 
you know, it's not that it's not that, it's not that deep unless it's that deep for you, and then you might have some other things you need to discuss. Uh, when using uh, knives in play, or when using sharp implements in general, like even the even when using the pinwheels, right? Let's say knives, pinwheels, forks, um, things of that nature that are sharp. You want to make sure that they're clean, right? You know, wipe down with alcohol, so on and so forth. Make sure they're clean. You want to make sure that the area, the areas that you're going to cover are soft tissued areas. Even though you can run across the shoulders with them, places there where there's more bone and less density, yes, you can run over that. But you can really um, put a little bit more, uh, you, can, you can press in a little bit more when you get to the soft tissue areas. But you want to make sure to not press in so hard when you go around bone. Because there's just no give, you're just pushing the little pins into the skin deeper which you're not really getting the effect that you really want opposed to just being a dick. When it comes to choking, you wanna make sure that your hand is not pressing against the esophagus to cut off the air. Choking is not necessarily about cutting off the air as much as it is you're, you're applying pressure to the throat area to gain more control, more of a more of an intenseness of the moment than it is cutting their air off. So if you put your hand around their neck, you have to make sure that the area between your thumb and your index finger is cut like a V. So now you have their your fingers around their their neck like that in that way but you also want to make sure that your fingers are not pressing upon the major artery that runs up the side of the neck so as long as you're around that area and doing that you can squeeze tight without cutting the air all the way off as i'm sitting here practicing like a dummy on myself as i talk to you guys why well, i just did that <laughs> but um so yeah, you want to make sure that, and of course there's, I've posted things before on Facebook about how to properly use chokeholds and I will, you know, I hope to find that and put the link in the, in, in the bio of this. If not, I'm sure you could just Google it. Uh, but those are just some of the, some of the no brainer things, uh, you know, I think people should know. Uh, number one, well, not number one, but make sure all the things that you're going to use is clean. Gentlemen, I stress this to us is more because women are more so in tune and fickled about that. Because a lot of things that you're going to use, you're going to be you're going to be placing inside of them. So you want to make sure it's clean. Even if you only use this one thing on her, you still have to make sure it's clean. So like I have nipple suction cups for myself. But I need to make sure that after we're in play, I take all the stuff that we use and I clean it. So I'm putting that in hot water, soap and hot water, alcohol, 
because her nipples do secrete. Like, it's natural. Like, just because she doesn't have, you know, any babies doesn't mean that she won't secrete. So, make sure that you are cleaning everything, gentlemen. We want to make sure that everything's thorough and ready to go. We don't want to have to get ready. We want to be ready so we don't have to get ready. So, at, as I said, after we have a session, when she leaves, I take all my I take all the stuff that we use and I clean it thoroughly. And that was one of the things that I told you guys that I liked about the place that we went to called Enthralled, where the gift shop, you have everything available to you. She has, you know, everything, paddles, whips, crops, vibrators, harnesses, the whole nine. And what she does is she has vibrators and all that, the roses, the dildos, and anything you use, she takes, you, you put it back in one space, in one bin, she takes that stuff and cleans it thoroughly. She cleans it and repackages it in plastic. She doesn't put it in a Ziploc bag. She thoroughly repackages it like if, as if it was new. Not only the toy, but the batteries as well. So I say all that to you guys to say that being thorough in it and being clean is part of it. You can't be lazy with with what you're doing with this lifestyle. You have to care for the things that you have so you can have better experiences. Even if you're gonna use something that you may have used on someone else, that next person that you're about to be in a session with can see how meticulous you are. They already expect that everything that you're about to use is clean. And you can tell them that. Everything that I have here has been thoroughly disinfected. And you explain to them how thorough of a of a person you are and out there that particular okay then you just had particular things for them you know so this is uh just my thought you know a little bdsm for dummies i'll probably have another one uh <laughs> you know of course on how to how we uh treat submissives how to be a dom uh so and bdsm uh, for dummies for submissives too so this is just part one using uh talking about sessions and using implements and you know where your strike zones are what things to use where so i think this is just something that needs to be talked about it is talked about but i'm talking about it now let me know what you think thank you for listening you guys know where to contact me sir i you on everything facebook instagram youtube and until next time peace